Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Ah, yes. uh, Welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm your host, Bretton Yates, today, and I'm joined uh, by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. Uh, Matho, it's it's been a uh, big period of time in Greyhound Racing. Oh, most definitely. uh a lot of feature races running around, um, which we'll talk about on the show. But it's it is great to have you back in the studio as well, face to face over any COVID issues there. So it's great to have you in the studio. But yeah, Greyhound Racing in SA is going really well, and we've had plenty of feature races. Yeah, we're going to have a a big dog cast today. We're going to preview a big night of racing, the uh, Group Three Howard Ashton uh, final coming up at Angle Park, of course, tomorrow night. We uh, Look back on a terrific straight track cup final as well at Murray Bridge, won by fantastic victor for Aussie Chegia. Um, and we'll have a chat as well with Gavin Harris. He's got a couple of great chances uh, in the final, the Howard Ashton final uh, with Springvale Max and Springvale Rex. The Week in Review. Yes, our Week in Review brought to you by Fresh Pet Food Co., We're proud suppliers of fresh pet food. Our GAP SA uh, Greyhounds in the GAP Prison Programs, they're based right here in SA. You can uh, visit freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. Uh, Matho, I guess yesterday's a, a good place to start. Um, 10K to the winner, the straight track championship at Murray Bridge. Fantastic victor for yep. Rosie Chegia running 18 and 86. Um, uh, tell us about this particular race yeah well i mean first of all it was a wonderful field we got assembled we had terrific heats uh the tuesday before all culminating in the race yesterday unfortunately there was a late scratching of the victorian um just prior to the event which actually probably helped fantastic victor because he was in uh the sixth the victorian and fantastic victor drew the five so it gave him a little bit of room but um the the, the wind at Murray Bridge was a little bit different. It wasn't, it was coming a different way. So a little bit more helping the dogs and across the track um, towards the patron facility, which is a bit unusual for Murray Bridge. But um, yeah, a wonderful addition of the race. Fantastic Victor did what he does. He began really well. Um, he's such a hard dog to, uh, to hold out when he begins that well and found the front. Aston Elena was shooting for back-to-back victories in this race. It'd been a terrific dog for Dave Peckham and ran a terrific race to grab second. And he, he completed the uh, third place with Denzel Bale for Dave Peckham. But fantastic victory. We spoke to Ozzy Chegia after the race. Um, such a versatile dog, yeah, yeah. I mean, he can, yeah. he can win over 350 down the straight. He can make an anniversary cup final. He win a match race. He can go over 595. I mean, it's wonderful for him to have such a dog in his kennel. And it was only, I mean, the first time he'd been down the straight was mm. in the, in the heat, uh, yeah. came out and basically it was a replica. I know the box draw a bit different, but the way he raced, bounced, led, tracked up a bit. And strong. Um, really, really good win. And, and you know, look, Aussie's got a couple of amazing dogs at the moment. Uh, fantastic. Radley obviously going around tomorrow night will be a, another terrific um, terrific race. So well done to uh, Aussie Cheggia taking out the uh, the Murray Bridge Cup. Anything else you wanted to mention on that one, Matho? No, but I, it's just, it's really good that um, we get a lot of trainers from the southeast really supporting the Murray Bridge straight track in particular. So it was great that, you know, Dave Peckham had a bit of success. Yep. Uh, but also, as we know, the, the Metro trainers and the guys from Murray Bridge really support the straight track. It was great that we were able to get 12 races for a feature final. I know the club were really wrapped with the response that they got. So um, 
yeah, another great addition of the of the cup, I think. We've got a big final, the uh, Howard Ashton coming up. We'll do a full preview of that soon. But uh, we look back on the, the two semifinals. This is a three-week series, so yep. it's heats into semis into a final. And um, what, what did you make of the semifinals last week? Uh, we had he's all-purpose go around the short price favourite in the first of them and a big win for Air Pumba. Yeah, a little bit disappointing. He's all-purpose on face value, but take nothing away from Air Pumba for Ray Murray, who um, had a wonderful night last Thursday night. Yeah. I had a, a, a number of winners on the program, but Air Pumba showed the ability this dog had missed the kick, um, worked his way through the field and ended up um, running over the top of them in 30-61, which is a very good run. Springvale Rex separated them, also ran home really well for Gavin Harris, and he's all-purpose, showed speed, but... Did really never got away from the opposition in the semi and ended up running third. I'm sure we'll be better in the final, but at a dollar thirty-three, I think you could take it that it was a bit disappointing. No doubt. Um, the, the thing in his last two runs, so the the heat and the semi, he hasn't spread eagled them early like mm. we've we've seen him jump three or four in front sometimes, yeah. like which is pretty extraordinary to think about, but. He just got a little bit of a check from behind in the in the heat um, yeah. from I think one of those in the final actually and then his run the other night was was not too dissimilar couldn't get the clear lead and then sort of didn't run away with it and then was folded up sort of yeah. the last little bit so I agree I think the short odds on offer for for the final we'll get into that though uh, pretty shortly um, I think a greyhound is going to have a terrific chance in the final by the way is the uh, the winner of the the second semi which is Springvale Max tell me about this uh, particular race yeah again he drew box seven so he's been been getting a lot better Springvale Rex and he put himself right up up near the lead and he was uh, too strong over the concluding stages. My mum's value ran a, a, a bottle of a race, really. Um, claimed the lead down the back straight, but just couldn't hold off Max, um, who railed hard. And Black Cobra claimed the third. So probably a, a bit of a surprising second and third there. Um, but take nothing away from the winner, Springvale Max. Uh, Brett, she's out of, uh, sorry, he's out of Springvale Bryn, which was a, a stale, um, ran third in a Group 1 National Distance Championship. We'll talk to Gavin Harris later, but... He has wonderful strength at the end of his race. And because he's beginning so well, he puts himself right on the speed. So he was very impressive. The fastest qualifier in 30-50. Again, for him, boxers don't seem to worry him. And he is beginning well. So he's a big player in the final, I think. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, They were the uh, the two semi-finals of the Howard Ashton uh, last week. The the series final. We uh, really look forward to that uh, at Angle Park tomorrow night. Um, what about, uh, gee, 50-year anniversary? It wasn't that a night at Angle Park as we uh, we look back. I know it's a few weeks ago now, but the nostalgia, I've got to say, the way Greyhound Racing SA, your marketing team and the, the racing team got everything going together, it was a, a brilliant night for a few reasons. We, we got to see all the, the old stages come back and sort of be invited back. Colin Wachtel, I, I saw yep. Blair Cross had a chat to these sort of guys. Um, to, to see... The even the handling outfits, you know, from back at the start and then through the decades, uh, yep. uh, to see the memorabilia that was uh, posted around, to see the engagement of um, what seemed to be a reminiscing crowd as well. It was a, a terrific night. It's one of the better nights, probably the best night to be honest. Uh, the old race book, I, I mean, yep. the old the race book redone to how it was in the initial night. Uh, it was a Look, total um, props to to you and the team at Greyhound Racing SA because it was so sensationally done. It was a brilliant night. 
and the race was was fantastic well, with Melly Magic. Yatesy, yeah. thanks for those comments. I, I totally concur with all those comments you made. It's great to hear. I mean, the marketing department and hospitality can take a bit of a kicking at times, um, but they were absolutely on the mark with uh, what we were able to achieve on that Friday night to Ray's celebrate. book was another one. Yep. Yeah, Chasing Dreams. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so it all culminated into that one night and the Brett Lee statue. Um, oh, that was brilliant, by the yeah. way. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so I think, as I said, I think the marketing department need, you know, quite rightly deserve a huge pat on the back for what they were able to pull together Bearing in mind, it's it's effectively it's it's all internal. All the resourcing that's done for all of this—the book, the statue, um, the night itself, the attire, the memorabilia—it's all in house. So I mean, it's a credit to the team at GRSA, which obviously I'm part of. I'm very proud to be. Um, so they did a wonderful job for the night itself, and it was great to get the people there. A, a fitting celebration, I think, for the 50 years. And then Yatesy to top it off, the racing as well on the night itself was absolutely brilliant. We saw, you know, the, you know, possibly the the best dog in the next six months stamp himself, Mally Magic, yep. in taking out the anniversary cup. And then a couple of weeks later, we saw him break thirty seconds. So he's a real dog of the future. Um, we saw the distance championship with Webb Lake Staff and Neville Leckel, yes. a, a really a wonderful win there as well. So, I mean, you know, the night itself, we were pretty proud about it. Um, the racing was spectacular. And hopefully anyone who did come on the night, they, they then come, you know, weeks and months afterwards and, you know, experience, you know, you know the next 50 years, hopefully. Well, look, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I have seen new faces over the, the last few weeks and yeah. particularly even with younger children who are getting their photo taken at mm. the Brett Lee statue or yep. that sort of thing. So, look, terrific stuff. Um, it, it was a brilliant night, no doubt about it. And... That is, you're right, where Mally Magic has stamped himself. Yeah, I, I mean, so. that that indicated to me next level, mature, top liner. Came out, ran 29.97, bit outside the record on a wet track. Really, you know, yeah. that's, and, but I, I had a chat with Tony actually last week. I, I think he might have done a monkey muscle at the moment. Um, yep. Not talking out of school, I don't think. Uh, so uh, he'll be back soon, um, from, from what I understand, Mally Magic. So, look, terrific night, yeah. no doubt about it. Well, uh, that's a, a look back at. What we've been doing, and uh, we'll be up next to uh, preview the uh, big night at Angle Park on Thursday night with the final of the Howard Ashton. The preview. Ah, oh, yes, the uh, preview brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Uh, you can search at the dogs SA and uh, certainly get on board as always. Uh, gamble responsibly. Um, we might get to the Howard Ashton final very shortly, but Matho, there's a, a big race in Perth, the uh, Group 2 WA Oaks, and yep. we've got a representative there for Ben Rawlings. Absolutely, yeah. Sister Roberta uh, headed across last Saturday night in a heat of the WA Oaks Group 2 level and ran a wonderful racing running second, checked a couple of times and kept coming on the line to finish second to, I think, the fastest qualifier. Um, from box six. So they got the visitor's box draw, Sister Roberta. Comes up with box one in the final on Saturday night. Uh, group two level. Ben um, has a great affinity with WA. I mean, Ali Kenny Boucher and uh, Bogey Beckham have won group races over there in Perth. 
Um, his other runner, I'm gifted to, led them up in her heat, but unfortunately ran fourth. She's in another race on the night, also drawn one. So great SA could draw box ones uh, in when it matters, I suppose. But yeah, Sister Roberta will be flying the flag for SA, Group 2 level, WA Oaks on Saturday night at Cannington. Terrific. Well, good luck, Ben. We uh, certainly wish you all the best there. Um, look, we've got, we might just quickly touch on, we've got uh, three heats of the um, the Shane McQueen. This is uh, the, the time-honoured uh, event over the 595 metres. Might have a quick look at those prior to uh, zipping into the, the Group 3 final. Uh, what, what have you made of these heats tomorrow night? Well, their race is three, four and five and, and it always draws together a wonderful series and the heats are no exception, exception this year. But just as an example, in, in the first heat, which is race three, we get the likes of Giants Flash, who comes up from the southeast for Tracy Price. We know he's a track record holder down there over two distances. Um, Spanish Miss from Victoria, unlucky last week over the 595. Didn't have a scrap of luck. Box eight probably won't suit uh, Spanish Miss. And Run Like Jess um, mm. led them up two starts ago and was very impressive in winning. So just the first heat, just as an example, um, there's plenty of depth there. You, you jump across to the second heat. Victor Reed, super impressive last week over the 595. Starlight Tyson has picket fence form from Victoria. Very strong hope. And Weblex Star returns <laughs> from Vic, from a tilt at the Sandown Cup. And she won the Easter Cup um, a few runs ago and the Staying Championship. So plenty of depth there. And and then I'll go to the final heat. And I know Kinrock Star is one of my favourites. And I've got a big opinion of this dog. And yeah. um, this is his strongest test in the, in the final heat. But he's drawn box two. I think he'll, um, as long as he doesn't, at least if he comes out, Yatesy, we know you're a chance with him. Um, but he does miss it a bit. But he's taking on Departure Gate, the Mount Gambier Cup winner. Um, Victor Grosso, who um, Tony Rasmussen said to me he'd love to draw a bit of an inside box with yeah, Grosso. I was, yeah. I was just getting him ready for when he goes to Victoria because he needs to get used to drawing <laughs> out wide there um, with that dog. But um, And, yeah, look, plenty of depth in those. So, I mean, the top two and the, the two fastest thirds qualify for the final. 10,000 of the winner. And we do remember Shane McQueen, who... Um, in reading the book, Ray's book as well, yeah. Shane is a big part of the 50-year history of, of um, SA Greyhound Racing and Angle Park. And we always talk about the McQueen's Tavern is named after him. And uh, he tragically passed away due to a heart attack a number of years ago. He had such a young family who always love coming out to the Greyhounds every year to celebrate Shane's um, uh, contribution to SA Greyhound Racing. So, again, great heats on Thursday night and the final next week will be just as good. Yeah, and look, he is by far, I feel, um, a very uh, pivotal figure in Greyhound Racing in South Australia. A, a man who didn't get a chance to serve for a long period of time, but there's one thing that he did which still remains today, which has been key for Greyhound Racing, I believe, in South Australia, and that's the distribution from the mm. TAB. Yep. So that used to be, a, a, a without getting too in-depth, it used to be a, a set distribution. He managed to move it to a scalable distribution on what was invested on your product. And yep. to me, that has been one of the, the biggest aspects and growth areas for Greyhound Racing in, you know, in the modern time. So, it, yep. look, he has done a fantastic job for Greyhound Racing. Yeah, that was in 2001. So, I mean, we've been the beneficiary for a long period of time and Greyhounds have, yep. have only gone one way since then. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, terrific uh, heats. Uh, right, what about the big one? Preview of the, the Group 3, Howard Ashton. Talk about pivotal figures. Uh, what about Howard and his contribution to Greyhound Racing over the, the last uh, 50 years? He's, he's been extraordinary. Um, what do we make of this big final? 
Well, I mean, again, the, the addition of at the Group 3 level always draws together a wonderful final. And uh, we, we spoke of um, he's all-purpose, comes up with box one in the final. And, you know, probably if he got the job done in the semifinal last week, you'd probably be looking at him $1.50, just, just leads and wins. But he looked susceptible last week. Box one, he hasn't actually drawn box one too much in his career. He normally is off a little bit, but um, he does have that speed. So he's the, one of the pivotal players going through the field. Then two is Archman for Peter Jovanovic. Probably needs to get out of the box a bit quicker. Um, then we've got Springvale Rex for, Ga- for Gavin Harris. My mum's value out of the four. Air Pumba from the five. Again, probably going to be a bit slow out, so I don't know where he'll be. Six Springvale Max for Gavin Harris, seven Black Cobra and eight Mo Slater, who does have really good speed early. So could be a bit of a key player early. Um, in looking through it, 26,000 to the winner, Yatesy. What yeah. was your initial thoughts around, um, particularly early, which is where it all matters, really? Well, look, I think you're spot on. And in relation to the speed and the non-speed in the race, um, Looking at it on face value, you just think he's all purpose, bounces, leads, and probably wins. But look, Archman, Springvale, Rex, they're not going to be quick out. Yep. You've got my mum's value who can probably put a little bit of early burn on, but it's not going to go quick at across he's all purpose. You've got Air Pumba who'll be slow and go to the fence. You've got Springvale Max who can begin. And I see, I actually see it slotting over third the rail, mm. chasing home strongly behind he's all purpose. And I agree, you've got a little bit of pace out deep, Black Cobra most later, but I just don't think they can get over in front of his all purpose if he shows his his normal, um, you know, even the 520 sort of to the peg sort of yep. speed. So, look, but I can't take the price. Yeah, You, you know, $1.28 is into now on the tab fixed market I'm just seeing now. So I've got to be with Springvale Max. Um, yep. Because if you go back and have a look at the run, they actually raced against each other four runs ago. Yep. Um, He's all-purpose beat Springvale Max, but you have a look at the replay. Springvale Max is spotting um, he's all-purpose like four or five lengths heading to the back. Chases home, gets off, charges late, gets beat a length. Now, from the draw and the way the race sets up, I see him being able to settle closer than that. And, look, he's a 50% start-win strike rate sort of greyhound, Springvale Max. So I think at the price, he's the one I'd be with. And I I think Archman is a roughie with a crazy chance. Uh, Like... His first up run from a break I thought was huge. Second up run gave away way too big a start, as you said. He's got to get out of boxes. I know he's probably better over further. But, hey, if if things jam up and things happen, because there's a lot of greyhounds in this race that are going to be looking for the fence. Yeah. And if there's any sort of action, watch him really motor late at big odds. What do you think? No, I I think you've read it pretty much the way I saw it as well. I think Springvale Max is ultimately the key to whether he's all-purpose wins or loses. To be fair, I think he's all-purpose will do what he does. He begins well, he'll lead. I, yep. I think he'll. I think it's pretty clear he'll lead. Yep. But you're right, at that price, I don't think we, anyone could dive into him. Springvale Max, if he just becomes out normal, there's so many dogs who just come out normal, and so he'll be caught off the track. But he does. He, he has been beginning quite well, and he showed last week he's, he's coming out quick enough that he can slot across, as you mentioned, third defence, you know, three lengths off Hazel Purpose. If Hazel Purpose hasn't really gotten away, um, he'll be really hard to hold out over the last little part of the race. I mean, I do think at the price, I think Springvale Max, you'd want to be with him because even if he does miss it a little bit, he is pretty strong. I think he can run top three if he misses it. But I think if he just comes out um, uh, as he has the last couple of weeks, 
he can be really close to he's all-purpose. Take nothing away from he's all-purpose. He's done a terrific do- job yep. for Tim Richards. I mean, he went through the match race series. He took on the best sprinters in the state. Um, he, he deserves a big one. And, and Tim Richards is, um, you know, it'd be fitting for Tim as well. He puts a lot of time and effort into his dogs. He does a lot of traveling with his dogs. Um, and he's all-purpose. is a wonderful greyhound. But um, it will be really interesting. Betting live in the run, Yatesy, would be really <laughs> interesting um, as to whether or not he's all-purpose is into a dollar one or whether or not um, Springvale Max is like, you know, a dollar eighty, depending on where he is. Yeah. But uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful addition. Race eight on the program on Thursday night. But I'm leaning towards Springvale Max, a little bit like you at the price. Okay. Uh, what about the best bet of the night for Angle Park uh, tomorrow night? Okay. Best bet of the night. We'll go with race seven, number two, Jack's Well for Cam Butcher. Yep. Um, uh, wasn't too disappointed with his run last week from a wide draw. Uh, in grade five company. He should be favourite. Um, but I think you might get around 220, 240 about him from box two. But I do think that he's beginning a little bit better and he will get some room. Zinfen or Nicky will give him a little bit of room. Yep. Um, St. Candy does like to get off, but I think Jack Swell's beginning that well. I, I, I could even see him being a sneaky chance of, you know, getting to the rail first and then, you know, speed might come across from Spring Drama or Victor Kurt. But I think he can get to the outside and be too strong. He's He's got class on, on his rivals here, and he just needs to produce it. Yeah. Uh, look, I had a bit of trouble trying to find one at any sort of price. I thought, don't tell Bluey and Fantastic Radley. The, the two real shorties would be the ones to yep. win. And, look, Kinrock Star's an interesting one because it might be the best price that we get about him going forward if he does what he can do. Yeah. Just the last couple of runs, there's just been a couple of question marks for me. But before that, like, wow. Um so maybe he could be the, the other one on the card. So, uh, yeah, I'm a bit weak for, for t- tomorrow <laughs> night. A, so. a multi, multi him up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can certainly do that. Uh, all right, terrific stuff, Matho. Well, um, we better uh, have a chat with uh, Gavin Harris. He'll be up next. He's got a couple in the big final of the Howard Ashton, Springvale Rex and Springvale Max. The Interview. Ah, oh, yes, a man who has got a couple of terrific chances, uh, Springvale Max and Springvale Rex. I speak of Gavin Harris in the uh, big Group 3 final of the Howard Ashton. He joins us uh, on the Dogcast. Uh, Gavin, thanks for your time. You've got Brenton Yates and Sean Matheson here, and no doubt uh, pretty exciting to have a couple in the big final. Yeah, I've been looking forward to the opportunity to get him into a final. So, yeah, it's very exciting for me. Tell us, uh, tell us a bit about these dogs. Uh, obviously, litter brothers um, out of the same litter. Springvale Maddie in the litter as well, but Springvale Max has been able to produce a, a lot better race record to this point. Um, how do you see the two of them? Um, they're pretty even. Max um, is a mad keen railer, so when he gets to rail, he really explodes. Um, Rex probably runs the same time as Max, but um, always seems to find a little bit of trouble or you know gets out wide or has to work his way home. So. Um, yeah, they're pretty even. Um, Springvale Maddie's obviously a bit faster early, like them. Max and Rex to have the same speed as Maddie has early, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately not the way it works out. Um, Gavin, um, congratulations on getting both through to the Group 3 final. It's a terrific training performance. Um, just with, we, we did a bit of a preview prior to you coming on air, and we just want to chat to you about Springvale Max, where... Sort of thinking he's been beginning quite well recently and, and a lot of the dogs in the race tend to be, come out a bit average and look to get to the rail. And Max, whilst he does want to get to the rail, he, do, he can begin quite well. So we're sort of thinking he could easily lob, you know, maybe third on the rail and position quite close if we think he's all-purpose leads. Um, 
but he has been becoming coming out quite good. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that you hope that that could happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good analysis. Um, you know, it'd be, be, if he can land, you know, second or third um, behind, behind the leaders, that would be good. Um, you know, it's always hard from box six to to find a path across to the rail. Um, but yeah, he comes out fairly straight, and he he seems to manage getting across to the rail somehow every every race. He's like last week, I was a bit surprised that he got there so well. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, that's my hope. But, um, yeah, the, uh, he's all purpose. He's a very good dog and it's running good times. And, um, you know, the box one, you know, mm. he shouldn't have any trouble. He got he got held out a bit last week by Mo Slater. Yeah. Um, so it made it harder for him. So, yeah, I think he, you know, definitely have to be the favourite. And um, if he runs up to his potential, he'd, he'd be hard to beat. Well, just whilst we're talking about Max trying to, you know, we think he'll begin well and yeah. get to that position, but actually Springvale Rex might actually get that position because Archman drawn on your inside really doesn't come out of the boxes at all. And so Rex yeah. could just pop across um, onto the rail and then um, with a, a pretty good beginning, he could push up nice and hard and, and be um, in a challenging position down the back as well. Yeah, he ran a lot better last week than the, the um, heat previous week. So, yeah, it, he could well be in a good position and um, Air Pumba's a, a very strong dog and it's running well. So, yeah, it's a good quality race and most Slater's got some early speed, might lead. You never know, get across. But, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, you've got to be in it to win it and uh, I've got two chances. So, just hope to be around the mark. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt you'd want to swap the box draws, Gavin, as you touched on before. Springvale Rex, yeah. he might just want to sort of track up a bit more than, than Max, but the other point yeah. you did touch on is interesting that he tends to find his fair share of trouble Springvale Rex, whereas the point you made about Springvale Max, I think, is excellent too, in that he can sort of hold a position, but then he can get to the rail quick when he finds a spot. Um, is this just Greyhounds learning and becoming educated? And I mean, is there anything as a trainer that you can or can't do to teach them how to work their way through fields? Yeah. It's not a lot you can do. You sort of, um, I guess, the more experience they get in fields, the better. Um, and this was um, wasn't showing a lot of um, stamina in his early part of his career, so you know, put him over the 400s and things, and then all of a sudden he's um, developed his stamina, which he should from his mother. You know, she was a stayer, so um, you expect them both to be strong. And uh, yeah, he's, he seems to now have a bit of sense in a field and finds his way. Uh, Rex is still gaining that sense. Uh, I'm hoping after this series that Rex will come out and win a few races because he'll be still a grade six um, at the end of all this. Yeah. So, Gavin, we know that um, you, you breed your own and, and you you love breeding stayers and no doubt you know that is sort of where these dogs possibly will head but out of Springvale. Bryn, who we, we touched on, she ran third in a Group 1 National um, Distance Championship here at Angle Park a number of years ago. Um, yeah. But just with the SA bred aspect, as I say, you breed your own, um, and the Howard Ashton and the Brian Johnson are um, the six-month um, races for those yeah. those dogs. But this is one race you, you – just looking through the previous winners, you actually haven't, hasn't won this race. And there's a long history with the race, but um, yeah. what would it mean to you to sort of take this sort of uh, classic feature out? Oh, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be very excited. I, I did actually um, have the major share of Waterloo Cape that won it um, in 2018. Yep. Yeah, and I, I actually had to fly over to Europe for a three-week holiday, and 
So I gave her to Barry Stewart to train while I was away. And <laughs> she, she managed, managed to get up and um, got boxed one in the final and won the race. So, yeah, so, yeah, um, it would be a very a big thrill for me to have a chance in it, that's for sure. Um, Springvale Bryn, the mother, actually ran second to a worm burner in the final as well. So, so that was, um, I've, I've run a few places, I think, but uh, yeah, never won it. So and, it'd be exciting to have the opportunity. And, and Gavin, to take Sean's point further around their future after the after this series, is sort of the middle to longer distance where you might look to place them going forward? Um, any dog in my kennel always gets tried <laughs> over the distance. <laughs> yeah, but there's a possibility I will try it. They're paid up to the girl of produce, so I'd probably head there and then uh, decide um, from that point on what I might do with them. Yeah. Well, uh, Gavin, we really appreciate you joining us on the Dogcast. We both have gone with Max uh, for the big final tomorrow (laughs) night, just on the price discrepancy between yourself and um, obviously he's all purpose off the rails. So, look, best of luck. uh, And once again, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. There he is, uh, Gavin Harris, uh, joining us on the Dogcast with uh, both Springvale Rex and Springvale Max for the, uh, the the big final. So that'll be a big night with the uh, three heats of the McQueen Memorial as well, Matho. Um, yep. Anything else you want to add for this edition? Nah, great show, Yatesy. Great to have you back in the studio. And, yeah, really looking forward to tomorrow night. A uh, wonderful um, night of racing, I think. One of the best nights of racing, I think. The three heats over the 595 and the Howard Ashen Group 3. Encourage anyone who's keen, get out there. Get out to Angle Park. You know, have try and ride Brett Lee if you if you game. <laughs> Probably not, but um, yeah, it's a great night. So I encourage everyone to get out there and have a look. Uh, terrific staff. Well, thanks for tuning into the Dogcast, and uh, we hope to see you at the track soon.